They call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Got many clients. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's that motherfucker, Jody B. And welcome to the Poboys Podcast. Episode something teen. I don't even count them, I just put them up. Listen, I'm glad you stopped by. I hope to entertain you this evening with just a random conversation with my brother B. Rob. He's on the show a lot. He's a good dude, and I would highly recommend anybody else to have him on your show. Talk to him. He's a funny motherfucker. You can find him at It's B. Rob on Twitter, host of the Random Rambling with Rob Random show. And uh, Tony Rager. He's been on the show a few times, you know, solo and uh, once with me and Rob. So it's, it's a good time, man, just hanging out, talking about shit, literally. I think we open with shit talk. Uh, I would like to make one clarification so I don't look like a fucking ignorant asshole. At one point in the conversation, we make a reference to the rapper known as Plies. And I said I thought that he was from New Orleans. Turns out he's from Florida. And I felt kind of dumb because I said, why would I think that? And uh, the reason is because he says, baby, all fucked up. Like them dudes from New Orleans. And he goes, baby. So I said, fuck it. That's his brand, but it's not. So I was wrong. Anyway. Y'all fucking give it a listen. Hopefully we don't bore you too bad. There's a lot of funny shit in here. And uh, enjoy yourself. It's the Po' Boys Podcast, motherfucker. I got medicine to cure all y'all's ills. I got remedies. Every description I got Here now Say it, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man you, That's a lot of cats <laughs> Too many cats, dog But I got a lot of gophers So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, quid pro quo type situation no, that's what's up, man. If you got fucking little moles or any kind of rats or mice, them little motherfuckers are coming handy. Little badass kid right there. Look at him in the window. Can you see him? He's fucking smart. Little badass. Little badass head. He's banging him. What do you want? What do you want? Get out of here. Oh. See, he's just like, just trying to get some attention. Just trying to see what's going on, man. What's popping? What's going on? I see his little emblem. I don't hear him. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. He ain't got his face on. <laughs> oh. My butthole is just... <laughs> You need to go wipe that <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, wet wipes. No, you can't use the wet wipes, <laughs> dog. You can't flush those. 
Yes, you can. They got the flushable kind. No. Nah, fuck that. They don't work, dog. You ain't supposed to flush kinda them fl shits, man. Kind of clog up your system. Yeah. I live in a neighborhood that's old as fuck. So this is the type of neighborhood where you don't, you don't flush anything but degradable toilet paper. That's it. And sometimes not even that. Some people throw it in the trash. I've had friends' houses where I would go to their house and their trash bin be full of shitty toilet paper. You know? Well, isn't a, that degrading in itself? Ha 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 ha. Well, no, it's just a part of their culture. But that's not that out of the ordinary, man. You get old plumbing. That that shit happens. That shit, dude. That that shit paper, man, in a trash can sitting on the floor. That happens a lot. I'm gonna just play any pipes. Dude, I was. Uh, I remember this one time on a job. I, uh, you know, when you really you you got to take a piss, but you also have to shit, but you don't want to do. Yeah, that double. It's like it's got this sharp, tingly, weird, orgasmic sensation. Yeah, well, it wasn't orgasmic at the time. It was more like I'm about to shit my pants, but I also I just need to piss because there's not really anywhere to take a dump right now. And so I stopped at this fucking truck stop, and uh, I get out by the truck. I'm sitting there with my dick in my hand trying to uh, to just piss without, like, taking a dump. I got my feet crossed, you know. And finally, <laughs> I get to a point where it's, it's going to happen one way or the other. So I say, fuck it, I'm going to go in this nasty-ass truck stop bathroom. And I go in there, dude. You know, the door handle's all fucked up already, so I knew it was going to be bad. The light was doing that shit like out of a horror movie where it was just like, fink, 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 you know. Faulty wiring and shit. I get in there. I commence to take a mush. I mean, I had to wipe the seat down, you know what I'm saying? But I'm shitting. And I get done. I go to wipe my ass. And I just notice that there's a fucking trash can full of dookie, bullet, you know, toilet paper piled up. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, damn. So I just figured, you know, what the hell? I wipe my ass. I throw the shit paper on top of it. You know, just went in Rome, you know. It's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> well, I had a fucked up thought after that because I'm like, as I'm leaving, I walk outside and I think about it. And I go, you know what? Most of the time when that's a rule, that's like a piece of paper on the wall that says, hey, by the way, don't flush the toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't, yeah. there wasn't a motherfucking sign or nothing that said don't flush the toilet <laughs> So I just imagined that, like, that manager probably had just been pissed off going in there. And he's just like, who the fuck keeps throwing all this dookie toilet paper? <laughs> One person did it and everybody followed some. So gross. That's nasty, dog. Oh. So gross. But it's a clear sign. You don't really need to post anything. We need got a pile of shit paper in front of you when you're taking a shit. You be like, I don't think we, I don't think they flush anything. <laughs> so fucking weird, man. Like I, I just, I felt terrible after the fact. I said, Oh damn, what if it's not broken? And I just happened to see some dookie paper, and I said, Whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusting like everybody else, I guess. That's funny. Man. Yeah, you just contaminating other people's shit with your shit. Becoming one with everybody. <laughs> you ever? Uh, you brown eye brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you ever use your laser pee to cut turds in half? Like when you walk into a toilet and you see it in there? What the fuck, man? You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You walk in there, somebody left a floaty. 
And you just fucking use it. You break it up. You just sit there and you pee all over it. Uh, it's a pee trick, man. It's something guys can do that women can't. That's some nasty shit, but it is. Man, it's just like any time you go to a porter potty. That's the same shit that's happening, though. I mean, I've done it. Yeah, but those moons ago, <laughs> when I didn't know no better. Many moons ago, it was like fifteen moons ago, motherfucker. <laughs> you got kids in your house. You can't tell me you don't walk in on an errant duke once in a while, and you just whatever. Just I'm gonna piss on this. I'm gonna pee on Hell this. Hell nah. Hell nah. Cause they got their own bathroom. <laughs> I was when I was uh, when I first started tattooing. I was hanging out with this Jamaican cat because he started tattooing around the same time. And uh, I would go to his house all the time. But this fool, he was like a squeaker. And, and, his, and his grandparents and his mother, everyone's straight out of Jamaica. I remember one day I went over there and, and I went in the restroom, dog. I swear to God, I'm not even joking with you. Do you remember those, uh, those monster cans, the big BFCs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big fucking cans. There was a turd in the toilet the size of a big fucking can. Dude. It wasn't it was solid. It was, it was huge. And there was no possible way that thing was going down the toilet. And it was his grandfather. And he was laughing about it the whole entire time. It was like, it came out of his ass, bro. It was solid. (laughs) And he was so proud of it. He was so proud of it. No interruptions. YouTube. What the hell was that? What? Fucking shit. All of a sudden, Jody B's making it in the world. Getting some mood music. Hey, yeah, you want to wipe you down on that shitty booty. This would be the But with all the dookie talk, I feel it only befitting, mm-hmm. beshitting, if you will. <laughs> I got my music running hot tonight. That's what I was doing before I called you motherfuckers. I was sitting here listening to the YouTubes. Hey, I discovered a new a new uh, rapper. Yeah? I don't know if you know about him, Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's not technically new, no. but... <laughs> Me, too? I yeah, new to you. Too. That's what I'm saying. I he's new for me. He's pretty good, man. He, he he's got yeah, he some is. good rhyme, good rhyme, good flow. Yeah, he I like with the hippity hops. Intellectual. That's what I like about it. I like intellectual rap. See, I like to fuck with Rob when he gets on here because he's the only other friend I got that actually listens to rap music. So I like to just throw shit on him, fucking get it going, get the blood pumping. You know what I mean, Rob? Yeah. The swingers and bogues. That damn chameleon there. That's some old ass chameleon there. That's when he used the N word and cursed. Right. That was beforehand. This is when him and Paul Wall is in this song too. What's that, Tony? That song Rain. Rain? 
Like Mayor. Mayor got a song name, right? Look it up. I Do what he said. I will. God damn it, Commander, you gotta have a long ass name. Here we go. I ain't trying to do this shit no more, you know? Cam, I don't know what to do, y'all. Yo. Oh, shit. Shit, like every time nigga make one step, man, nigga take two steps back, you feel me? That wasn't him though, was it? There's a couple other people on this song, I think. Scarface. Oh, this is weird. I don't know how I feel about this. That's a slow song for chameleon there, huh? I got a better idea. Yeah. It's the name they say is running the game. Military man. So go ahead, hand over the torch. Mm. Super producer Sky Storch. And of course, make you shine, make you shine on. Turn it up That's good shit. That's real chameleon air. What's this slow oh. ass shit? Oh, another note, okay. uh, which I think about Will Smith playing the genie in the new Aladdin movie. Will Smith playing the genie in the new Aladdin movie? The voice? Mm-hmm. Just the voice? Well, I don't know how they're going to do it because um, they're remaking it, but it's all, they're remaking all the Disney movies as live action movies. So stupid, man. So stupid. I hope they don't make it in his likeness. If they use his voice, I can see that working. If, if they use his likeness, it's going to be annoying it's for, live for a lot action. of people. So they're probably just going to make his legs all floaty. Like they're just going to give him the green legs and then they're just going to give him like a little ghost feet. Oh. oh. Week. Man, I, I told you, Will Smith has um hit the zenith of his acting career. Yeah, he's amazing. He's an amazing actor. Well, well, what I'm saying is, is like it's not gonna get He's done so much and progressed so far that he's one of those actors that any movie you see him in, he is Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not the character. He's Will Smith. <laughs> it's like Samuel L. Jackson. Like, at, yeah, Samuel Jackson point. is Samuel Jackson in every movie. Every time. Yeah. And, the Rock uh, is The Rock William? in every movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart in every movie. That is true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bill Cosby is Bill Cosby in every movie. The only person what? that ain't the same person in every movie is Eddie Murphy because <laughs> he wear prosthetics. <laughs> I think you see all kinds of people in every movie. Some of these guys, I think, have really worn themselves out. Like, they can't do anything now. Like, I think some of them, like like Adam Sandler, Eddie Murphy. Well, Adam Sandler's a cult thing. He's got got a small niche following. Like me, I don't watch anything he puts out. 
He's got a, him and his group of friends have a style of comedy that I admire. Yeah. Yeah, man. I quit. Some of the, like, the last five or six, I don't think I watched. Well, I mean, he got that little so many picture deal with Netflix, so, I mean, he got to make them movies. (laughs) Yeah. Man. And they're always funny, man. I don't know. For me, it is. It's always funny because I I like comedy, and they do an absurd comedy. And I especially love absurd comedy because I I find that... It's absurd? The absurdity is what's funny about it. And a lot of people don't like the absurdity because of the uh, realistic nature of it. Yeah, they have some shit where a motherfucker gets... (laughs) (laughs) That does happen. So... I got... It's realistic. I got kicked in the nuts, right in the gooch, and on like the butthole one time. It was like the most terrible thing that ever happened to me. God damn! Did Dikembe Mutombo kick you in the dick, man? Nah, it was this really hot white girl in elementary school. I was trying to get at her, that but dude. now she's all like tweaked out and shit and gross. Yeah, I cool thing. But I was fighting with her on the playground, and I said something. You know, I was back in the day. I was, I didn't give a fuck. I was relentless. You know, I probably called her a bitch or something. She was like, oh, bam! Right? Like, it, it was like started in my butthole, and her shoe just like moved its way through the gooch, and then just wham, right in the sack. Bah! Probably bruised your prostate a little. It was, ter- it was terrible, you guys. It was terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. I remember a girl hit me in the nuts one time, and it was like so sudden and swift that I didn't react to like. 20 seconds later. <laughs> then you fell the fuck over. <laughs> your eyes popped out like, of your head and you fucking... <laughs> it was just like, bow. And I was like, man, you missed. That shit ain't even hurt. I took a couple steps. A few seconds later, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> I do with that, man. It's, it's like... I know when you're young, your nuts reside in your stomach area somewhere or in your sides, and then they descend down into the sack. But damn, every time you get kicked or hurt in your gummy region, it just feels like the motherfuckers are just trying to crawl, crawl back into your st- stomach and shit. Fuck off. Ugh. It's uncomfortable to talk about, man. That shit hurts bad. And it's not even the solid shots that hurt. It's the, the nicks, the bumps, the fucking... It's really... It's, it's like a, the whip. It's the whip. The, the, it's like... You know? It's a terrible design flaw is what the fuck it is. Where I, is it? You motherfucker. Your nuts should be inside your body. <laughs> they shouldn't just be hanging. Why would you have a reset button just hanging off the fucking front of it? <laughs> it's a bad machine. Here's what I'm thinking, man. Like if there is, if, uh, I assume God is a saint, right? And I would assume at some point, uh, at, even at maybe even God's point of science, he was limited. He couldn't he couldn't adjust for the male egotism genetic flaw that made us like super savage, right? So like leaving our our productive organs outside our body and making it vulnerable kind of requires us to hold back a little bit, which helps us preserve our species from making stupid more stupid mistakes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like because they're outside you have to take care of them better as opposed to if they were easy, I guess. Balls to the wall. Yeah, it's like that movie Immortals and he 
opened his legs and smashed him in the shit with a sledgehammer so he couldn't reproduce. <laughs> oh. A sledgehammer? Owie. I think I'm gonna I, I wouldn't mind losing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I just don't want it to hurt. What happened? I turned my video off. It's fucking with my, uh, my recording. It looks like it's kind of stubbing up on me here. So, it's better now. I think it was just fucking oh. up because of the video. So it's whatever. You can keep yours on if you want. I mean, I don't have to look at your stupid face, Tony. It's whatever. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know how to turn it off. It's fine. You can leave it on. It's like a peep show. I can look at your fucking porch light. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So can, what the fuck's going on? Everybody having a good day so far? Opa. It's the end of the Tony, <laughs> it's like the theme song of anxiety. <laughs> Tony, motherfucking rager. What's up, man? Took a little break, huh? Yeah, man. And so, how you been, bro? I listened to your last episode. I know you uh doing the single thing now. You fucking you finding any of the perks yet? Or are you still in the walling around, feeling sorry and? Mopey shit going on. Where you at right now, Doc? It's a mix of both of those. Uh, there's days, like when I have my kids, like I have the kids every other week. Yeah. So those days, I feel like right now, I, um, I feel, you know, something good they're around. But the weeks that I don't have them, and then, you know, those are the weeks that I spend every single day alone. And, you know, that's for me. So uh, I recently started going to a, a psychiatrist. Yeah. Because I talked about it before, like I've come to the point where I can't figure out how to solve certain problems. Like I recognize the issue, I don't know what to do about it. So this is why now I, I'm going to uh, a psychi- psychiatrist, and uh, he pretty much said that I spend too much time in the front of my brain, which is the what makes me good at podcasting, the front of my brain. And he says I need to spend more time in the back of my brain, which is essentially only focusing on the now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not worrying about thinking about anything other than what's happening in the now. And that's what truly creates happiness in the brain. And it, you know, you have more serotonin levels and dopamine levels. Because when you think, you stress, you have anxiety. And then, uh, you know, fucked up shit happens to good people. I'm not going to say, I'm not pointing elbows or anything. But some people get done dirty, even though they don't deserve it. And uh, they got to learn how to cope. Yeah. So have you been making any progress with that, motherfucker? Well, yeah, you know, I feel better. I was dating this girl, but I just, last night I broke it off with her. Cause, yeah. uh, I was going to tell you that. I didn't want to uh, fucking do it over because I figured this. Tony, Rob, you can back me up on this. Maybe you can. I don't know. You know, the best way to get over old pussy is new pussy. Especially a young man like yourself. Um, Did you say new pussy? New, as in brand new. As in, I like that new pussy smell. (laughs) Uh, I've already already been with a few girls. It's not not, not necessarily what I'm looking for. I mean, just the original hump. I think when you've been with somebody for a long time, it helps to clear your head a little. 
And Homeboy was oh, saying yeah. you need to live in the now. Do you have any other hobbies? Do you fucking do any other artsy shit? Do you like make metal shit? Or do you like woodwork or tattoos or fucking? I, don't know, I know how to do everything. Maybe so you ought to do something like that. Like fucking find something, like rebuild a refrigerator into a fucking into a cooler or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's something else. Just to kind of fuck it. It is a cooler, motherfucker. <laughs> it is. I, know. I already have a fucking. I'm going to take the. I have a piano thing in my driveway. Yeah. It, can you guys hear that? Yeah, it's like some feedback. Any of it. So that's between y'all. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I switched it from speaker to. Now I'm holding it to my ear. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a lot better. Yeah. All right. So what I was saying was. All right, ready? One, two. Uh, what I was saying was, is I have a piano in the driveway, and I'm going to take it apart and make the inside a, a, a wall piece that hangs on the wall. Oh, cool. Like you're going to hang the harp out of the middle of it? Basically, yeah. Basically the chords, yeah. Hmm. I bet that's what he meant. You know what I mean? Like get you just something to kind of focus right now. Get your head yeah. straight, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm doing it, man. Hey, hey, I like I get it. You know, I just vent because I don't have anywhere else to vent. Yeah. That's that's part of the issue is because there's no one around really. Well, we are, we are a pod family, and that's media. what we're looking out for you. So I'm saying I what anybody else would have said to you. You're doing good. Congratulations. Hopefully everything works out. Fucking talk to your therapist and figure some shit out about yourself. You're a young uh, man, Tony. You're too fucking young to be stressing so hard. <laughs> I know it's exhausting, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to give Shit. up so bad. I just want to. I just want to run away somewhere, but I just can't. You can come down Dog, here and roast like a you motherfucker. Want, you want some stressful shit? Go work at the Social Security office. Fuck that, no, That's why I've never applied there. <laughs> Dude, that would be a terrible job. It is stressful just going there, dog. What the fuck? Dog, you telling me I have to stand there eight and twelve hours and shit? <laughs> ah, that's that's where you, that's where you're securing the security office. Hell yes, this shit is horrible. I got I called a racist by an old Chinese man. Um, <laughs> I almost had to come to blows with some young hellions. This <laughs> is <Just> bullshit. <laughs> What, they were just causing problems in the fucking Social Security office? Well, not... Uh, this This what had happened. Um, it was Craig and them. What <laughs> <laughs> happened was... My mom no, had said... I started this gig way... I started this gig back in May. And um, the first post that I went to was over here in um, a little barrio they call uh, Greens Point. And um, one of my officers was telling me that um, maybe a week or two before I came to that post, him and another officer got into a physical altercation with two of the customers, a male and a female. And um, yeah, they just told me some shit went down, so on and so forth. And I was like, oh, that's shitty. I hope that never happens while I'm here. So flash forward... Um, what, about three weeks ago, um, I, I got the altercation in the back of my mind. I've never seen these people, I, and I don't know what they look like. Oh, he takes a fuck so, somebody, Tony. <laughs> we 
opening up in the morning. They got a line around the corner and the building ain't even open yet. So I'm doing the declarations and everything. Hey, before you come in the federal building, make sure all your mobile devices on vibrate or silent. You can't bring any food or drink in here unless it's water in a sealable container. Goddamn, if you have any pocket knives, mace, pepper spray, guns, or anything that can be considered as a weapon, leave that shit in your car, or you can't have it inside of the federal building, so on and so forth. I'm just giving the whole spiel. Hey, Rob. Huh? Can I ask a question? Yes. Just to make sure I'm on the same page. You said barrio. Yeah. Is that like ghetto, but for Mexican folks? Yeah, yeah that's but I just wanted to be fancy and say something different. I just want to make sure that I'm clear on the on the terminology and it's not some other shit. Okay, so gotcha. It's the, it's the hood, motherfucker. So it's the ghetto. It's, it's a necessity to say things like, "Please leave your mace, your stun guns, your your fucking guns, your knives, and shit in your car." Yes, I was like, "You can have it. It's yours. You bought it. You paid for it. You just can't have it in here." <laughs> So I'm doing that. And then it's either one or two things they're here for at the Social Security office. They're either here for benefits or something of that nature or Social Security cards. This particular site is one half of the building is Social Security cards only. The other half is everything else. And that's usually where people sit in there all day and they complain and they grumpy and they're cranky. You know, social security cards, you just bring in there. If you got ID, you fill out the paperwork, boom, you're done. You're in and out. Right. So I'm outside. Uh, we let a couple people in. I'm splitting the lines up now. It's like everybody who's doing the social security card, I need to stand over on this side. Everybody else, just stay over to the fucking wall. And people are stupid as shit. I clearly said, and I articulated, I said, if you're here for a social security card and a social security card only, if you're doing a name change, requesting a report, placement or getting a brand new card social security cards only stand right here uh um i'm here for an appointment letter i don't give a fuck about your appointment letter i said social security card cards Mm -hmm. cards god damn it (laughs) and i'm like i can understand they got um the there's a houston texas period whole contingents of Spanish people. So I sometimes I gotta be like uh, Social Security died, Tarpeta uh, <laughs> or some shit like that. And then they be like, oh see, and they come stand over here. <laughs> then they start showing me appointment letters. I was like, no, get your poke ass over back over there. I don't know <laughs> like that. It's just what I'm saying in my head. Yeah, so, so the two people that the officers got into the physical altercation with were outside in the line. And I almost let their ass in the building. <laughs> oh, Luckily, one of the officers that fought them saw them and they cut them off. They was like, nah, you can't come in here, so on and so forth. I mean, I really didn't hear the full spill. I didn't even know what was going on because after I said my piece, I went back into the building to do my rounds because there's three officers there. It's me, her, and another officer, and I was on patrol. I was just going around doing my rounds. So I leave, come back. My motherfucking supervisor is there. And one of the assistant supervisors is there. And they just talking back and forth like, uh, man, I came back here to get my social security shit and so on and so forth, and she ain't trying to let me in the building. And they was like, motherfucker, we fought you. You ain't coming back in the building. And, um, what wind up happening because they had an altercation here on federal property 
the Social Security Administration issued them a ban letter. They cannot receive service in person at a facility inside of Houston, Texas. So they have to go to a whole other motherfucking city if they want to go to a physical Social Security office. So somehow, some way, they did not get the notification in the mail. So they didn't know per se. So my supervisor come over there. He damn the supervisor from the actual Social Security office come outside, escort her. They served them their papers, both for the individuals, and they ain't trying to hear. They just going off like bringing up all kinds of malarkey and bullshit that I ain't even gonna repeat because it ain't even worth the breath for me to say the shit because it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> and they just going back and forth. I ain't leaving. I ain't doing this. And the dude was kind of like inching and inching, and I'm just watching them. I got my hands close by my side, not to reach for my gun or my pepper spray or nothing like that, just like to bring them bitches up, because I'm swinging first before I pull that baton. <laughs> and then um, he finally calmed the fuck down when the federal police showed up and talked them off the ledge, so to speak, and they left. I'm in a jail! But then the old, like I said, an old Chinese man came in the Social Security office I was in last week. Called me a racist. Because <laughs> there's no knives, pepper spray, mace, guns, or anything that could be considered as a weapon allowed in the fucking federal building. So he come in with his old, nah, his old ass. He was on the walker, not like a two-hand walker, but like a the little cane joint. And, um, he was having a hard time walking in there. And um, before he could ask me a question or anything, my supervisor pointed out, he's like, don't entertain this individual. I don't even know why you're um, talking to him. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because, I mean, I'm trying to do other shit, too. But I looked down at the dude waist, and he got a damn pocket knife holder on his belt. So, that's like, sir, you can't. If you have a pocket knife in that pouch, you can't have that in here. So he pulled the damn thing out and opened it up. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I need you to take it out of here. You can't have it in here. It wasn't like um, a, a traditional pocket knife. It was like one of them foldable box cutters with the blade that you put in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm like, before you do anything in here, sir. I need you to take that outside or to your car or anything because it cannot be in here in the building. So his old ass hobble outside and he took the blade out of the knife, out of the holder, and he threw the blade out on the ground or whatever. Then he came back in. I was like, no, no, no. You got to take the whole thing out of here. And, you know, just replaying the thing back in my head, thinking about it, I think we pissed him off because I told him he has to take the whole thing out of here. I'm not talking about the blade and the knife. He must have thought I was talking about the pouch that was attached to his belt, because that was one of them joints that you put the belt through the belt loops, and yeah. then you slide this through the holder, and it's a part of your belt and your pants now. If you want to take the pouch off, you got to take the whole fucking belt off, and then, you know, like that. So, I can only assume he thought I was talking about take the whole fucking belt off and take the pouch out of there and all this other bullshit. Now, this old man, he could have been in his fifth or 60s by my visual assumption. He kind of stood up straight because I said he was leaning and he had a, um, a, a crutch in his hand. He stood up a little bit straight 
look me dead in the fucking eyes in the best English he can do, and he said, fuck you. And he turned around and walked out. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And no shit, like, I was shocked that he said it. I was shocked that he said it. I wasn't even mad that he said it. And my only response was, all right, sir, thank you. Have a nice day. But like I said, he called me a racist. And that, so after that, he turned and he walked out. And my supervisor was like, um, what did he say? Because um, he was entertaining some people on the side. And I was like, um, he said, fuck you. And he walked out. So my supervisor went and talked to him. And I don't know what the conversation entailed because I was outside or whatever. And then he's like, he's like, you, you're a racist. You and him. You, you hate handicapped people. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so did he have like the bad accent to where he couldn't do certain letters and shit? Like, how I mean, was, I how was a, his English? I didn't get, a, yeah, I didn't get a, enough of his dialogue, but it wasn't like the Queen's English and nothing like that. He, he might have rolled a couple R's. Or, yeah. Well, it's because racist starts with an R. I'm just curious about how it sounded coming out of his mouth. I didn't even catch the R part. All I, all, I, all I caught was like the ist. So I didn't know he said racist. You are a racist. He's walking. He said, I, I know English. I understand. You guys going to get a country Poor fucking Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin speaking people. I was telling my wife. It's fucked up. We watch shows with subtitles and shit. And, uh, I, I like to find just funny, weird things about subtitles and shit like that. Just just fun things I find funny. Like, for instance, we were watching a show and music came on and it was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre the next episode. So it said in parentheses, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, the next episode with little music notes next to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what was playing on the show. But then I looked at my wife and I said, "If you were fucking deaf, you would have never heard that song. So what fucking difference does it make that it says what the song is? You're still not gonna know what the the music sounds like." And she was like, "Well, maybe it's for people that went deaf." I said, "I okay, I get it, but it's still kind of funny that they're like this song is playing. But if you're deaf, you probably haven't heard the fucking song. So like, why why bother?" I don't know, but um, yeah, they could have just put music in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Well, and so the other thing about with people that speak Chinese or Jap, like when we watch like something on the History Channel, right? And say they interview like a person that speaks Japanese or Mandarin or Cantonese, they translate over you know them speaking their native language. So it's like they go, and then you hear somebody go, I was on my way to the subway that day, and I look into the sky, and I told my wife, I said, why the fuck do they have to give them fucked up Chinese accents when they could just speak English? Isn't that a little fucked up? And she was like, it is kind of funny. I said, yeah, they could just, she could say, I was on my way to the subway, I looked up in the sky and I was like, hey, look at that shit. 
But instead, it's like, it was a very cold outside, and I went inside the park <laughs> to get a glass of water. <laughs> well, hell, man. They got that one of their own people to translate. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. It just it strikes me as funny. So, like, so, so you're saying, what you're saying is, if, if you're translating for the English market, you should have someone that speaks the English, like me or you, mm-hmm. to translate. Yeah, because it kind of perpetuates the fucked up stereotype. Because that's what I'm saying. Oh, so, so you translate American movies in Mexico, you know? So what you're saying is you want them to dub it like an old-ass kung fu movie. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. Yes. Yeah. It's like that. Or Kung Fu Hustle. You seen that movie? Yeah, Kung Fu Hustle is my shit, man. I got that on Blu ray. Oh, that's the shit. Get out of there, man. Kung Fu Hustle, Shaolin (laughs) Saka. Oh, my God. Speaking of Kung Fu, they got a new Bruce Lee movie coming out. Bruce Lee's dead as fuck. How'd that happen? Oh shit, so it's Tupac and Biggie, motherfucker. They made a movie. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. That motherfucker that played uh, Biggie looked like Biggie. Not the kid, because obviously the kid was his kid, but I'm saying like the the grown-up dude looks like Biggie. Mm-hmm. Hey, so who did they get to play in the new Tupac movie to play Pac? Did they get somebody that really does look like him? Yeah, he. I'll be honest. The dude that played Pac in the Notorious Biggie movie actually looks a lot like Tupac. Yeah. Who's that fucking dude? I don't know his name, but yeah. I never seen it, but from what I understand, the dude that played Biggie in the Biggie movie played Biggie in the Tupac movie. We'll see. And, uh, there it goes. Full circle. I hey. thought that was cool. I thought that was like... I, I think that's like movie continuity. <laughs> the Biggie Small yeah. movie was pretty good, man. I liked it. I learned a lot about Big I didn't know. You know? That's why they made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> they made it good. They, they did a good job. I haven't seen or heard much about the Tupac movie yet, really. I haven't listened so maybe that's my bad, but I don't know what to expect from it. Ninjas are a whole bunch of people bitching and moaning about it. It's like, oh man, this, it didn't happen like this. It didn't happen like this. It's like, well, where the fuck were you when you was getting information to build the goddamn movie, motherfucker? That ain't how they did it. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a weird subject with Tupac, man. Cause it's like I appreciate his rap. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a bad motherfucker three thousand, but it's weird to me that the shit went down the way that it did. You know, Tupac was in fucking Digital Underground before mm-hmm. doing the Humpty Dance and shit. Yeah, it's it's weird to me that the whole thing kind of popped off the way it did because just real recognize real motherfucking Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace sold crack cocaine at a point in his life. The motherfucker was a, was a hood rat, right? Pac wasn't. But for some reason, 
you know, he got over to the West Coast. He got in with Death Row, and he got this thug life shit. And uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I think he let that kind of get to his head. And sometimes when you walk around talking that shit, motherfucker, come come at me. Shoot me, motherfucker. It's, it, it happens. You know what I mean? We just had a shooting here in Arkansas the other day. Same shit, motherfucker putting out these promos, carrying guns and talking shit. Come at me, motherfucker. I, I'm ready. I'm strapped. Motherfuckers are bringing it to your front door. And then what are you going to do? You get shot. <laughs> it's sad. Don't talk that hood shit if you ain't about it, man. Because motherfuckers will start throwing shots at you. I can only hope a motherfucker throw a shot at me. I hope it's tequila or um, Patron, something like that. That is tequila. <laughs> what am I saying? I wish that I wish that gang members. I don't even know. Is a lot of it gang violence anymore? Or is it just people shooting people now? The way the way I over here where I live, the way oh shit, the way that I recognize the culture now is that uh, more about the individual's respect. It doesn't really matter where you're from anymore. It's more real. So it's not gang activity per se. It's just hood mentality mixed with disrespect and a lack of knowledge of how to. It's people who have grown up without having to interact with people because with cell phones. And now they have no conflict resolution. So they don't even know how to take an ass whooping or how to talk something out. So their first reaction is to come with fucking, you know, everything in the cabinet. It's ridiculous, man. It makes me scared. I got a little boy, man. You know? This shit is nuts nowadays. These fucking kids, they don't know. Punch him in the dick. Punch him in the dick. Punch punch him in the dick. Ow! It's fucking, it's crazy, dude. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the next 10, 15 years, but I hope that these motherfuckers get some of this wrangled up because I don't know how much more of these news fucking headlines I can see. How many more of these fucking crazy dudes wrangling up four people and shooting them in the head and burying them in the fucking backyard? You know what I mean? Like, this shit is off the chain now. People are on that purge shit. Just killing people. What the fuck ever? What difference does it make? Maybe we give gangsters fireworks. Let them start shooting bottle rockets at each other instead of 45s. You know what I'm saying? That could be good. Fuck that couch. It ain't gonna work. Man, don't drop nothing on my head, man. I'm gone. This is back when Lil Wayne still had the gremlin teeth. <laughs> Does he not still have them? No, 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 no. 
Uh, I think he got him replaced. You know what? I might be wrong. Let me see. Okay, so I know that for the lollipop video, he got his tops done because he's got veneers in that video. But you know as well as I do, that motherfucker used to have pug teeth. <laughs> Little grim. That's from down, down, down teeth, man. Ugh, his bottom teeth were so funk. <laughs> the motherfucker could floss with shoelaces. Mm. But no, I think he went and got his teeth done. That's a big thing, man. If you're going to be on camera, you better have your teeth game right. Because you can't be coming to a party with some jacked up ass teeth. People will see that shit in a heartbeat. I'm trying to get my teeth fixed, but I'm poor, so it's probably going to happen. I got fucking donkey teeth. Just like a donkey or a horse. Like, I got my fronts, but all my back teeth are fucked. Like, they've either broken and then, um, falling out. And then you stay up late and you tell manly stories and in the mornings you make waffles? Sometimes. I like waffles. I don't like making waffles. Too messy. What? That shit was crazy. But Rob, you heard that? Mac Lethal doing cooking pancakes? Mm-hmm. That fucking fast rap. That ain't no joke. People try to figure out who the fastest rapper is. I don't know. There's a lot of those crazy dudes out there. Like, some of them. Mm-hmm. Eminem in Rap God at the end, like I guess that's the third or fourth fucking verse. Mm-hmm. He goes fucking supersonic, and I believe that's one of the words he says in the process. <laughs> but yeah, he does. He fucking he get, hits another gear, and I've only heard a couple people hit it. Mac, it's right there at the end. He says, Ah, what I gotta do to prove you to you? He goes nuts. Twister's up there. Busta Rhymes is a fast fucking rapper. Crazy Bone. You know, Tech Nine's Easy Bone. Tech Nine's fast. Tech Nine, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fast rap is definitely an art form, man. Like yeah, the worldwide choppers bullshit, man. But see, I don't think it's all about just spitting words. I think it's about clear, you know, clarity pronunciation Eminem does a good job and that's the only reason he stays relevant with it as far as being fast because he's not the fastest but you can hear the words he's fucking saying just like Crazy Bone just like Twista mm-hmm. and I appreciate it I do too man I can't stand this mumble rap shit the more I hear it the, the less I fucking like it because I try Rob I, tr- I fucking try Somebody say, listen to this new shit, and it's like, and I'm like, I I don't get it, man. And I like hip hop, man. I've listened to it for years. He did that beat right, like how these mumble rappers are rapping on these beats. Kendrick Lamar did one where he shows you how it's properly done. You can have a lazy flow. That's perfectly fine. You know, there's plenty of people that rock it. But that mumbly shit, I can't do it. You know, you just, you're mumbling. What the fuck, man? Even Plies, that motherfucker barely speaks English, but he raps words. Mm-hmm. Plies, Plies is like fucking Black Ozzy Osbourne. 
that son of a bitch, when he tries to make a sentence, he can't put two words together. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> he doesn't even use whole words. He uses half words. He goes, I said, man, bitch. I'm going to say, man, what's that? And what's up? So what's up? Man, babe. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and he's fucking half Cajun. He's from way down oh, south, yeah. down in New Orleans. Is he from New Orleans? Florida. Uh, Florida. Uh, okay, excuse me. Damn, I thought now. it was New Orleans. Hmm. No, I'll say like a like a native dog. No, I'll let it out here on the bar, you know. No, I'll let it out Like a Rob. Man, I got King Pope that talk like that. Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. I'm sorry I called you a coon ass on the Twitter the other day. You did? I didn't even notice. Yes, you did. I'm already a racist, so it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. And the thing is, is it was in, like, we were talking some shit. Ray sent a thing about beating people in the head with a fucking water jug. <laughs> and I said, he said, I bet you motherfuckers play this shit down in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And then I said, we use possums, and I'm a champ, so watch your fucking mouth. And then I said... You motherfucker. He said in Texas they play something, and you said, I'm not from Texas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, You guys play with swamp rats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when I said they, he said, What do you mean they? And I said, Coon ass. And then he was like, What the fuck did you say? And I, I, I was, dude, I was on Wikipedia. I was taking snapshots. I was fitting to prove my case that that's not what it sounds like. And don't you fucking try to make me sound like some bullshit here. It's like, that's a white people, whatever. That's just Cajun folks. <laughs> yes, I understood. I wasn't worried about it. I, I wasn't worried about you. We're from the same part of the country. We get it. I didn't need fucking raise New York ass. Fucking reposting some shit with his 100,000 following talking about calling the host of a, a, of a wonderful podcast. A coon ass. That means Cajun. You motherfuckers from everywhere else in the country, here's a lesson. (laughs) You want some coon ass? In a can? Some canned coon ass? (laughs) Is that coon nanny? Coon nanny. That might be the most racist thing I've heard all fucking day, Rob. With coon nanny? Coon nanny is not good. I get it. Because, like, you, you know, because uh-huh. she's like a nanny. That's Like bad. somebody that take care of you and the coon, like the racist. I get you. <laughs> hey, let me tell you guys something. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I heard the perfect insult. What? Okay. No, 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 no. Just brace yourself. This is beautiful. I want you to to just get ready for the magnitude of what I'm going to lay on you. Okay? So you know there's words nowadays you can't say. Certain ones you just can't get away with. If you say it, motherfuckers get mad. Hmm. So, I heard somebody call somebody 
a big dick faggot. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, if you say that to a man, even if he's gay, it's a compliment wrapped up in an insult. I said, that is fucking brilliant. Be mad at. You call somebody a big dick faggot. <laughs> now it's, that's kind of like that um that joke or whatever that um been going around like um the, the husband said uh to, said to his wife to tell me something good and bad at the same time or some shit like that and she was like um your dick is bigger than your brother's. <laughs> That's terrible. That is terrible. Terrible, Terry. Terrible. You'd be so fucking mad. It was. It was that. It was that, it was that variation, and the um, other one was um, out of all your friends, your dick is the biggest. It's not good. Big dick. No, it hurts. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> Let's stop being honest with each other forever. Hey, dog. What's your brother? Bam. You guys ever been attacked by a dog? Fuck yeah. I, I got attacked by a phantom dog. What the fuck? Like a hellhound? No, I thought I thought it was a dog. Well, it was a dog. We we saw the dog, and I thought it was chasing us, but it really wasn't chasing us. It was just barking and getting close to the fence. So we just ran and ran. And, and I think I told you, Jody, but that was when I uh, unceremoniously uh, had an intimate hug with a telephone pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... I mean, come on. Yeah. And then, um, what else happened? Um, a dog, it was well-trained. He had trigger words. And, um, I accidentally said one of them. And he jumped up and he put his paws on my chest and barked, like, face-to-face with me. And I was like, oh, shit. And I ran really fast. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck no. <laughs> This is my neighborhood, bitch. I don't know, dude. Like, with doing the, the bug guy shit, you would have think I would have probably had more incidents, but I've only been bit, like, three times. It, like, That's three times too many. Dude. I've been bit the hardest one was by a chihuahua. Yes. This little cunt. That was my neighbor, too. Like, I went to go tell him that his motherfucking windows were down because it was raining. Your neighbor, your neighbor was a chihuahua? His neighbor's fucking fat-ass little chihuahua dog. It was like a brick with legs. <laughs> and they opened the door, and this little fuck came outside and bit me on my calf. And then did, like, a crappie flop and threw his whole body weight. And little motherfucker drew blood. He bit the shit out of me. And, uh... That was probably the hardest I ever got bit. I did almost get like killed by a basset hound one time. No shit. A basset? Was it an Angela Basset hound? That's pretty funny. Angela Basset's so hot. Oh yeah, she is. Angela Basset, 
You can get the pipe anytime you want it. Oh, wait. I got an Angela Bassett song. Hold on just a second. And Before you play that, I found a pretty funny Walmart meme. Did you? What is it? It's a picture of Walmart that says, Walmart is closing 296 stores, putting 14 cashiers out of business, uh, out of work. <laughs> it's true. There's nobody in the goddamn cashier booth. Now, now, fucking shut up. Angela, Angela Bassett, you can come to my house and get the pipe anytime that you want it. Even though you're like 75 now, it's okay because I love you anyway. Uh-oh. Uh, freestyle. Angela Bassett. Uh. Angela Bassett. <laughs> My penis never flaccid. Never flaccid. Can't get past it. What it is? Uh. What's so? Can a nigga get in your gut? So, it's a good ass song, ain't it? That trill bill fucking flaccid. And I'll call. In the mall. My ball. I got some ass in the mall before. That was pretty cool. You ate some ass in the mall? No, I got some. I didn't eat nothing. You ate the booty like groceries at a motherfucking, at a nut hut? Is that what you said, Rob? No. That's not what I said at all. It sounded like you said you ate ass at a Wetzel's Pretzels. That's what it sounded like, Rob. Okay, now you're just making up shit. You were at Cinnabon eating booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you grab some ass in the mall? No, I, I, I partook in sexual intercourse in a storage room at Spencer's Gifts in the Prion Lake Mall. Really? Yes. How was that? It, it was sex. It was fun. <laughs> so, uh... Did somebody work there, or is it just you found a door and you were like, "Hey, well, I I worked there. <laughs> I worked there and um had a lady up in there, and I was just like, hey, I got this package in the back. You need to need to inspect it.'" <laughs> Speaking of packages, it's my dick. Um, hey, it's it's my dick. By the way, the package. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to talk about that. <laughs> so um, today, I had some training for my job, um, doing the X-ray training and shit. You know, they show you how to work the wand and you know, do the metal detector shit. So I was the look for this particular instance. I was the goddamn the, the assailant. I was the freaking the guy trying to sneak a pocket knife into the federal building. So the FPF dude gave me the um, pocket knife and he told me to clip it on the inside of my zipper. So like if you looked at my crotch, look at it, look at it. <laughs> you would, um, it wouldn't look like I had a knife clipped to my pants because it was on the inside and it was zipped up, buttoned up, all that shit. So I go through the metal detector, metal detector go off and dude doing this, uh, scans with the wand and everything um it beep around the crotch area i mean he tapped it with the back of his hand like how he, he was taught in class and 
no, he found the knife. He didn't go in my pants with his hands and dig at my ball sack or nothing like that. But he found the knife. So now this other guy who's been having comprehension issues the whole day about how to hold the wand and do the checks and even say the lines that we're supposed to say, you know, it was just, you know, having some difficulties. So he kept going up there because he wanted to practice. No problem. So I volunteered to be the guy again. But this time, I had nothing on me. That was the whole point of exercise. It was just mainly to see if he knew what he had to do and say and everything. So I went through. I didn't have no weapons on me. I was just plain clothes. I had. I didn't even have a belt on my watch. I didn't have nothing on. It was just me and my clothes. So I go through. They simulate the, um, the thing went off just because they want to hit to see him, you know, work the wand and do all that shit. So nope. he's doing the scans. No homo. He's doing the scans. And he come across my crotch. And the thing go off because I have a big metal zipper. You know how dickies are. Yeah. The pants. So I got this big metal zipper and everything. And he's just like, beep. And he fucking slapped my shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, not my dick right away. But he did smack my dick a couple times. So... When they say you're supposed to um, pat down, you know, the wand off around the crotch, you're supposed to inspect that area. So, since the crotch is a sensitive area, like the boobs or the ass or anything like that, you're supposed to go with the back of your hand. Now, he went straight to my shit, palm up, smacking my damn pelvis and shit. I was like, hey, man. (laughs) What's this? What what is this? Because he was assured he was confident because I just came through there with the knife there the last time that I had it there again so he just kept going he did his checks again because I mean you you scan the same area multiple times with different swipes and everything so he hit it again beep and he just bam hit me in my damn pillows I was like dog sensitive areas sensitive areas so you flip his hand over start backhanding my damn dick and shit I'm like what the fuck <laughs> and he kept saying something in there I was like yes it's my dick it's my dick <laughs> you want to see it <laughs> and then it, and he was still convinced that something was in there and I just like look dog it's my zipper look how big this zipper is <laughs> You ever seen that video of the police officer that was frisking that one young yeah. brother and he grabs his dick and he says, what's this? And he goes, that's my penis. And he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> he had it tucked up in his waistband. Must have, he caught a, he caught a wood or something somewhere and was trying to get it out. <laughs> officer grabbed a handful of dick. He goes, what is this? Said, that's my penis. Oops. <laughs> But he was just smacking the shit out of me, man. I was like, sensitive places, sensitive places. <laughs> Dude. That's crazy. I don't think I've only been, like, really patted down a couple times. I told that story on that voicemail about the time I got arrested. So that was, like, that was a strip search for the most part. Like, I didn't have to fucking spread my butt cheeks and cough or anything, but I stripped down in my, my boxers, you know, and they fingerprinted me and shit. Oh. I'm thinking about that shit now. I'm, uh, they, some cops are damn. They, they, they on that money grab, man. Cause like, I told y'all about the time that I went to jail because I gave a dude a ride home, right? 
Mm. Oh. I don't think I know this story. Were you aiding and abetting? <laughs> Not intentionally. Long <laughs> <laughs> short of it is, I had a party at my house. Um, I invited people over. I cooked. They were drinking and carrying on. So what? I stayed sober because my kids were there and, you know, whatever. So dude kept my, my, one of my female friends brought one of her guy friends that I never met before. And through the course of the night, like I said, they was drinking and carrying on, so what? And he asked her to give him a ride home. And I was like, I've been watching them drink all goddamn night. I'm not about to go let them drive anywhere. Right. So I told her, watch the kids. I'll go drop him where he need to go to get whatever he need to get. So I took him somewhere that he wasn't supposed to be. He had, wherever he went, I guess it was another girl there, and she had a restraining order against him. So I did not know this. So I'm sitting out in the car in the in the parking lot. He go in the house for however long, and the neighbor knew the whole situation, called the cops and ran my plates. So he get back in the car. We leave. We driving back to my house. We get pulled over. And before the car even come to a complete stop, I was like, I look over at him. I'm like, what the fuck, dog? He's like, they're after me. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I stopped the car. And then I'm like, I'm about to get in his shit like, motherfucker. No lie. The door is open. The dome light is on. And all you hear is boom, boom, boom. And this motherfucker took off across the highway, went through the woods, and the cops was right after his ass. Oh, and left me holding the bag. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now i'm sitting here in the car right there in that not fucking no. car with my hands on the steering wheel and just i'm right here bitch. i'm right here yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's what i'm saying so before it got real too deep i pulled out my cell phone i called a girl i was like i need you to take care of the kids because i think i'm going to jail <laughs> hang up the phone flashlights in my face pull me out the car cuff me up and then they just start tearing my car up going through there, pulling the shit out. And I'm in the military. So I do training. So I have freaking nine mil magazines in the trunk of my car. Uh, uh, and now, I mean, I don't have a weapon because we keep the weapons in the armory. So I got magazine pouches in my magazine clips and everything. Magazine clips, my gun clips. And then... Um, He's like, where's the gun? Where is it? I was like, I'm a Marine. I'm corporate opposite. I live with so, so, so. I was just freaking the fuck out. I'm giving them information they ain't even know. I got welding in my left toe. I, don't, I really don't, but I'm just saying stupid shit like that. My and right nut like, hangs lower than the other ones. One time, I stole some shit from this little corner store by my mama's house. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how it I'll was. I'll tell you anything you need to know, bro. <laughs> So they cut me up, slammed me up against the car and everything, and just held me there while they running through the woods, chasing this motherfucker and everything. So cop calmed me down. With the one that roughed me up, he, I mean, he didn't physically assault me or anything. Yeah, I'm just saying roughed me up. He, he was the one that pulled me out of the car. He was the one that put the cuffs on me and leaned me up against the car. They're a little That's stiff. as much They're physical stiff, right? we got. <laughs> but I'm leaning up against the car. This dude leave another cop up there and I'm sitting there I'm explaining to him just how I explained to you in more detail what happened and um, he's like oh that's no big deal you 
we get everything sorted out. And just as he said that, that motherfucker that was fussing and carrying on and cussing all this other shit pulled up in the car. He's like, put him in my car. I was like, hey, hey man, you said I was going to be good. <laughs> so, threw me in the back of his car. Um, and when I sat down in the car, because I got my hands behind my back, they didn't lock the cuffs. So I sat down on the cuffs and locked them to my wrist even tighter. Shit. So now I'm rolling around in the back of the cop car like, ow, it hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And then um, I get there. They didn't run my fingerprints. They didn't take my picture. They didn't frisk me. They didn't do nothing. They just put me in a holding cell, and I had to wait till somebody bailed me out. <laughs> Damn. And then, damn, $900 and some odd hours worth of community service later I was in the clear <laughs> for some shit I didn't even do or know about that's fucked up man that shit with mine I got arrested my buddy died you know fucking in my house that I was the head of household so I kind of went down with the ship in a sense I mean we were doing shit but it just you know it was crazy how everything worked out Fucking got to spend the night in jail. They fed me a lunchable. That was fun. I did not eat none of that food. <laughs> it was crazy, man. We bailed out, or I bailed out, you know, to this this sleazy fucking bail bondsman, man. Because we didn't have a lot of money. Like we had to find somebody that would take low, like a low down payment. <laughs> So we got hooked up with these people, and I started making payments. I ended up banging off the rest of my bail. That was the rest of that story from the fucking the voicemail. Like, the dude was this older guy, and he had this chick who kind of looked like D. Snyder from fucking Twisted Sister. She was just a wore-out chick, and she fucking had been a bounty hunter and a fucking repo man and a stripper. Mm-hmm. And I paid him $200 a week for about four weeks, like a month. And every time I met her, you know, she was kind of fucking spitting a little game and I'd spit it back. I ended up cheating on my fucking girl with this chick because I wanted to see what that was about. She had, dude, she had like a, a clit ring and a tattoo on her pussy. She was bad. Too bad. I messed around with a porn star once. That was, that was a... What was that? That was an experience. Was it, was it like, uh, whatever? No, it was just like, she wasn't about the bullshit. You know, some girls, you're like, you gotta make all these moves and say all this shit to, you know, even get to the vicinity of the pussy. She was just like, she seen me, I seen her. She's like, um, we fucking? And I was like, yeah. okay. Get in here. That <laughs> never happens. I wish it happened to me. Cause like th- I mean this is this is that whole scenario, dog. It was just like we talked shit on the phone. I mean this was before I even knew she did porn, but we were talking on the phone, and she came to the house to be about that action. And like I'm sitting there on the couch, I'm talking, I'm like trying to build up a rapport or a com- make a conversation. So like um, I got to go back to work. So we doing this? I was like doing what? We fucking. I was like, oh, yeah. Let me get that then. Yeah. I'm sorry to bore you with the details. My apologies. But 
But her, she had an earring in her clitoris, and she had three or four earrings in each lip. So it was like jingle bells every time I got a thrust in. It was like ching <laughs> Sounded like a fucking janitor walking down a hallway. <laughs> just, yeah. Or an old ass cowboy. Just fucking shink, shink, shink. <laughs> yeah, and she was always in a um, performance mode or whatever because she would always be hollering loud as shit. And I'm just like, all right, uh, we're not on set. <laughs> See, that was the problem with the bail bonds chick is, you know, she wasn't much to look at, but she, she had this track record and I was fitting to fucking get in there and just fucking do some dirty shit. But I guess in all her years of stripping and, and fucking crime fighting, whatever the fuck she was doing, she had messed up her hip. So the only way she could take it was like missionary spread eagle. That was how she wanted it. Flat on her right. fucking back with her legs all the way out to the side. Like the split. Right. Yeah. Fucking she wouldn't, even, she wouldn't even fucking suck on the dick. I was like. What? So we fucking hit it a couple times. And I was just like, man, this is just some regular old fucking crackers. Yeah. <laughs> One day we were talking, and I just decided I don't want to fucking do that shit no more. But this was after she had written my fucking bail off. Like, no shit. She fucking wrote me a receipt for, like, $3,500. After I, after I dicked her down, like, four times. Uh, that was like that shit on um, Kingpin. Yup. <laughs> fucking dicked her down a couple times. She wrote, gave me that receipt, and then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And she said it. She said, I want to hear you say it. And I said, I don't think we should do this. Because, like I said, I was cheating. I was being bad. And then she said, you know, you say it, it's over. And I said, it's over. And she goes, you just fucked up real bad. And I go, what? <laughs> she said, uh, I'm coming to your house tonight. You better go ahead and tell your girlfriend. And I was like, oh, no. I didn't know. Like I was young and dumb. I thought she could revoke my bail. But then I was like, I got this receipt, so she can't do much. You know, it just kind of was this weird thing. I came home that day and just sat around watching out the window. I was just like, oh, fuck. I ended up telling my girl. She fucking went upside my head in the bathroom, almost knocked me into a bathtub. Like, dude, it got real. This bitch that was like that damn um, your school call your parents while they at work or some shit and she's like put him on the phone I'm gonna beat your ass when I get off of work so you sitting there all day anticipating it <laughs> dude I told her like I made up this story I was like she's crazy she made me fuck her and she was like if you don't have sex with me I'm gonna fucking t- take you to jail <laughs> I was just I was lying out my fucking ass but I said she was crazy and all this shit. So my girl, she was mad. And she just chilled on the porch most of the evening. And then homegirl showed up at midnight. Almost took out the mailbox. And started screaming at my fucking my chick. And so we had to call the police. And then I got to talk to a police officer. And my girl at the time approached him. You know, what's going on? Hey, y'all called us. She goes, yep. Uh, apparently his girlfriend or this chick he's been fucking lately uh, decided to drive up in my yard so uh, I guess I'm going to let him take it from there and he just looked at me with his fucking pen and paper and I just fucking shook my head and I was like yeah <laughs> oh man the webs we weave 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, anyway, enough about us. How are you? Are you happy? Are you having a good day? I hope so. Appreciate you listening. Um, I did kind of listen to a few parts. I knew there was some shit I was going to have to edit, and it reminded me that uh, I wanted to tell my Basset Hound story because it's really fucked. Uh, so if you're familiar with Basset Hounds, they're stubby leg little fucking dogs, and um, they're hound dogs, so they bark really crazy. It's like a some shit like that. Anyway. They're very territorial. They're also quite stubborn dogs. Just a heads up if you ever want to get one. They're very uh, hard-headed. They don't take well to discipline and they tear shit up. So, I'm uh, going to treat a yard for fleas and ticks and shit like that. So I've got to put these granules in the yard. And I have a small green granule spreader. You've probably seen them before. They're handheld. they got like a fishing rod thing on the side and you just walk through the yard and put out granules. Now, first time I go to this house uh, the guy told me the dog was cool. I go into the yard and to get in it was a three rail wooden fence. So I actually stepped through like a wrestling ring. You know, you had to bend down, put your leg through and climb in. And uh, I did that there was two of them. There was a big male and his girl, little female basset hound. They both approached me. The female came up. The male didn't. He kept his distance, which was fine. And uh, he, he wasn't aggressive. He didn't bark. He didn't even come within a few feet of me that whole time. I walked through this yard um, at least a 100 yards of yard, a football field, roughly. The dog kept his distance, no problem. I got done, I went back to the place where I entered the fence, and I threw my granule spreader over the fence, I looked back at the dogs, I pet the female, and the male had actually approached me at that point, like came close enough that I could touch him. I pet both dogs, and I tickled the the kid, his ears, I pet him a little, scruffed his neck, and I said, you're a good dog, you know, just, I like dogs, man. I stepped through the ring put one leg through and as I'm coming through the fence I've got basically my nutsack and my chin touching this piece of wood that I'm stepping through I hear that fucking dog's teeth snap together literally right between my ears and my neck he missed me by probably an inch because I actually got spit on my neck from when he clamped his mouth shut and I fell through the fence into a pile of mud I got fucking shit all over me the dog immediately jumped up onto the fence and started barking crazy, just doing the and I was just like, fuck. I got up, I kicked the shit out of that dog. Oh my god, I was so mad. Uh I thought he would have got me too. I couldn't explain to somebody how the fuck you get your neck ripped out by a basset hound. The thing is only two feet tall. It's redonkulous. So fuck that dog. He was fine, didn't hurt him, but god damn it, it was a bad day for me with the dog. Anyway, so yeah, you guys, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want, get at me on Twitter at JodyB501 
or at Po Boy Pod. You can holler at Rob at, at It's B Rob. Tony is at GSMH Productions. And yeah, we have a blast, man. Thank you all for listening. You have a good weekend. And uh, we'll see you next time at the Po Boys Podcast. Motherfucker. Trying to suck my well bone dry, dry, dry. You ain't nothing but complicated. Everything you preach is light. Everything I try, you hate it. So, baby, why? Just fuck off and die I heard that you've been speaking softly Trying to toss my good name under the bus, bus, bus Creeping round with everybody Hey baby, whatever happened to trust, trust Trust
Every 